Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. A roast as dark as the night, perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes, he's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> problem I have with having this song stuck in my head is that it's only the beginning part that's stuck in my head. And it goes like, in my eyes, indisposed, in disguises no one knows, hides the face, lies the snake, in the sun in my disgrace, boiling heat, summer stench. Neath the black, the sky looks dead. Call my name through the cream, and I'll hear you scream again. Do, 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 black hole, son, won't you come? Uh, and wash away the rain, black hole side. Won't you come? Won't you come? Thank you for letting me do all of it. <laughs> we were we I were rocking along. Stop myself. Just I so can't people not. It's stuck in my fucking head. Black Hole Sun is one of those, you know, in the spinning of the wheel of walking on broken glass, mm. the Vanga bus, Black mm. Hole Sun. Really? Why? Yeah, it's just in the, it's in my wheel of songs that gets in my head I mean, every month or That so. is a one of these things that's not like the other situation. Yeah, it's I true. know. I mean, it's got a vibe to it. You know, it's funny because it's both a great song and also that song that messed with my MTV horniness watching. See, it, it upped you my know, MTV Because it would have you know, black holes on come on and be like, God, I love this song. But at the same time, I am now just very confused and upset uh, trying to, waiting for the Mariah Carey video that I was uh, so excited <laughs> to get to. And instead, I'm watching these people's faces morphing Hell into yeah. uh, just hideous uh, 
nightmares. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, it's the nightmares that I crave. It's the nightmares <laughs> that I crave. MJ's on vacay, not vacay. Vacay, not MJ's. vacay. Vacay, it's not so, vacay. We love a working vacation. <laughs> and also a vacation filled with children. I think that our, is, there has to be, I'm not a parent, obviously, there has to be a separate word for vacation when you are on vacation with not only your children, with other people. Is it kidcation? So they, kid-cation, they're actually like. uh, parent bloggers have um, tread this familiar territory before and they've landed on calling it a family trip not vacation ah uh, yes that makes I mean totally yeah it's it's uh, you know because it's action packed right I mean it's not uh, when does the day start on vacation for MJ when is when does the when does the day kidcation please it, th- th- in that sense kid-cation. it is a vacation for me because it starts uh, usually I get up an hour before my kids to finish grad school homework that I don't otherwise have time to finish. So I wake up at about 5.15. Yeah. And uh, they wake up at about 6.45, but on vacation, wow. oh, Gideon oh. is getting up with them. And so then I'm sleeping for the next few. So I wake up at about 8.45 on vacation, except wow. today. Wow. Big spender. Waking Whoa. up at 8.45. Oh, don't worry. I had four days where I got to have that and you know not have to worry about waking up and doing schoolwork, except one of them was taken up by today with an early morning visit to urgent care because what is being a parent if not having an unexpected um, you know necessary to be treated by a doctor illness um, of one of your children which actually I feel weirdly proud about because like you know how people use the word adulting like a verb and it's like oh I don't like adulting yes. and it's like doing your taxes or whatever and I don't like adulting I hate it, I'm, I hate it. it sucks but I feel and parenting is how I like I have somehow been a parent now for three and a half years, but I've never felt like, oh, yeah, I'm a parent. Like, I know how to handle things when they come to me. I'm just like, I have these kids, you know, like every minute is a shock, like, you know, and and on this trip, I remember to like pack Tylenol and I was so proud of myself. Hell yeah. Packing children's Tylenol, which we hopefully won't need because the kids were just sick. So this is just a precaution. Look at me planning a toiletry bag special for the kids with the kid thermometer and the kid Tylenol. But then, of course, Zelda got such a bad ear infection that the Tylenol was not enough to help her. Did I pack the children's Motrin? No. No. (laughs) That's fine. You got halfway there. We were literally in a house with another family with kids who had children's Motrin, but it was three in the morning and we did not Uh, know how to wake anybody up without waking up all the children and so anyway i was very proud of myself for navigating finding a urgent care in a strange town where i'm not from hell yeah driving there with my child who never drives anywhere um, hell yeah and you know so i feel like i really parented today in a way that i adult and hate it and I didn't you know I didn't love it but I feel proud of myself nice I am so proud of you MJ I'm so happy that you're killing it and thank you for celebrating yourself because I feel like you don't celebrate yourself enough Mm, thank you and now I plan on trying to channel my innermost Margaritaville even though it's hard it's hard on a working vacay to channel your inner Margaritaville but I I you know, I'm nothing if not a, somebody who tries hard at trying to relax. And so I will try. Hell yeah. To relax. I have a gin and tonic. 
That's the first step. I, that is definitely the first step. And I think that the second step is having a Hidden Valley Ranch diamond <laughs> given to you. Wow. How would you this, feel about it? It took five months to produce it, MJ. Isn't that exactly what you need on your kidcation? Just when I started to feel relaxed, I had to read this story about the Hidden Valley Ranch diamond. And... <laughs> I mean, I have so, so many questions. strange. Uh, all right, first of all, and I've I've delved in because you can't you can't see something at the surface and not not try to figure out more and more because I think you got to nuzzle in. What's been disturbing me is that you know we're not just talking about ranch here; we're talking about this weird ranch, dry ranch seasoning mix. This is essential and, to understanding the yes. ranch discourse, though, because right. not all ranch is wet. Some ranch is dry. Right, and I did not know this. <laughs> and that's key. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. very key because that is how the diamond, the diamond is not made out of wet ranch, you psycho at home <laughs> thinking that, because that's insane, okay? Yeah. It's like you can't make a diamond out of, you know, a... a a bag of piss. You, you know what I mean? That. It's got to be dry. If you boil down that piss into some sort of glaze, I feel like you could <laughs> pressurize said glaze hard enough until it becomes a diamond. Jackie, yes, but sometimes we think about whether we could and we should. We ought to be thinking about whether we should, okay? I, I, and arguably that could be applied here because <laughs> I don't... I, th I think that what's happening here, yes, it's a ranch diamond, but like, could you not make any powdered seasoning into a diamond? Couldn't you make a yes, gravy a gravy indeed. diamond? You know, oh indeed. my god! For gravy, gravy, where's the gravy? And then we throw diamonds at children. <laughs> and actually, I just want to get tell y'all at home: you have most of the stuff already probably in your pantry to make this ranch diamond dry uh, seasoning mix. Yeah, so I have. There's a lot of recipes. Here's one. Maybe the one you don't have is dry buttermilk powder. But besides that. Dried parsley, dried dillweed, dried fr uh, freeze-dried chives, garlic powder, onion powder, sea salt, ground black pepper, a dry ranch powder makes. Also, I need, I just need to also everyone to understand, because we did get some emails about how can't believe that we're all ranch haters. I love ranch. She loves ranch. Don't get me wrong. I'm weird I fucking about love ranch. ranch. Yeah. I'm down with the ranch seasoning powder. I don't use it very often, but it does come in handy. <laughs> However, I do draw the line at carrots and ranch, which, yes, it is spelled C A R A T. Carrots and ranch. Like the diamond carrots ah. and ranch. <laughs> it goes together like carrots and ranch. Carrots and ranch. <laughs> And the diamond is actually kind of beautiful. It's got a great little, ooh, just a dressing kind of sheen on it. But I it. will say I also do actually like celery and carrots in ranch. Yes, I, I do not draw the line at carrots and ranch in a literal sense because- One of the few uses yes. of ranch that I still can get down. And you know what? If it's out on the table and I'm having some pizza, I will gladly dip my crust into that ranch. I don't think I'm a pizza slice dipper full on like those crazy people. Oh, I've, okay. you know where they just dip the whole slice. Yeah, they just go full slice in. I'll go full slice in. You'll go full slice in. Yeah, I love a tub. I, that's what I call my tub. I say, you bring my tub every time I get. I, so I have my special slice tub, and Jeff has to fill it with ranch. I say, you can fill my tub up to the tub. <laughs> you know what? Actually, can we actually just talk about Kanye's mental breakdown? Because I don't know if this is. Yeah, we're veering towards I, becoming a ranch exclusive <laughs> podcast. I'm so disgusted. I'd rather talk about anything I hate. I disgusted you? Wow. I haven't done that in a minute. Wow. I won uh, today. 
Uh, it's just the whole thing. But uh, but wait about yeah. wait, the, we didn't even bring up the fact that inside of the ring that has the ranch diamond is his HVR LVR, which is Hidden Valley Ranch Lover, yeah. inscribed on the inside of the ring. I think that probably goes... might be the most depraved part of this whole. Thing. <laughs> depraved is a really good word to describe it. It goes on sale tomorrow, wow. so maybe I mean I will say Holden not to dox your anniversary, <laughs> but it is your anniversary on St. Patrick's Day. So, so just, funny as new parents were just like, wait, when is it again? Like, we're just trying. And then literally just now Lex was like, maybe we shouldn't even go out to dinner. I was like, we're literally doing nothing already. Like, let's at least just walk. We got reservations for a place, by the way, down the street. <laughs> no, like, it's too much. Get it delivered. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Get it delivered. Get a nanny. Get it delivered. So and then sit funny. in your bed in the dark. And just lay in bed in the dark. But uh, yeah, I might. Maybe I'll get her this incredibly expensive uh, ranch diamond ring. Um, I, uh, did you go through the detail? Uh, uh, the ranch diamond began life as Hidden Valley Ranch seasoning that was first heated to 2,500 degrees, then crushed beneath 400 tons of pressure. Five months later, out popped a lab-produced diamond that was wow. polished and given a round, brilliant cut before being set in a 14-carat white bald band. Wow. And then, of course, they added the um, disgusting engraving uh, <laughs> as well. Engraving. Uh, yes. It's all disgusting. It's, it's all, all just disgusting. horrible, disgusting things uh, that we're talking about right now. Yeah, so. No, man, we I can mean, talk they, about Kanye now. I know that that is probably more. No, and definitely I, talk about Dolly Parton because I think that Dolly Parton is very important. To I'll just say about Yay. Did you see? He's already deleted, actually. I went to go check back to like read the caption. Eight-time roundtabler of the year yet again makes an appearance on Ye's Instagram. I saw this groggy at like six in the morning when I was like feeding Winnie for her like early morning feed before going back to sleep. And I'm just like, what the fuck's happening? But also, hilariously enough, did you catch it, MJ? No. Well, I mean, today, no. I thought that I was briefed in terms of the back and forth texting, but no, I don't see what happened with Shay. There were all these new posts today. He's like going after DL Hughley. He's going after uh, the writer that posted those Pete Davidson texts, which I definitely want to talk about. I'm so happy you sent that article to me, Jackie, because I hadn't read those texts and that was like incredible. Oh, yeah. The Dave Cirrus guy, who the writer at SNL, who posted those texts between Pete Davidson and Kanye. Um, and then going after uh, Pete Davidson and everything. But he's already deleted this one post where he just posted a picture of Michael Che from a Google search and literally was just like, great guy, love him. <laughs> just, that was it. I was like, what the fuck? Somehow that's just like <laughs> was, the perfect relationship for Che to have with Kanye. Like Kanye being like, I have no problems with this man. <laughs> like, it was hilarious you know? because he, his hilarious reaction post to uh, yay offering him to quit SNL and paying him more money. Um, you know, I thought was kind of, I mean, I wasn't like mean towards gay, but it was kind of lampooning the whole situation. So yeah, I just don't even understand why Che is such a, how he's such a bullet dodger, man. That guy is like Neo in the matrix. He really bro. is. Yeah. It's <laughs> like makes unbelievable. It work for him. Yeah. He's a talented man. He makes it, uh, but he, he, he is somehow nav. There is, it has got to be nerve wracking navigating a public feud with Kanye West. And <laughs> somehow yes. Shay. Oh. Coming out looking fantastic. You have to also come out. I think you have to 
balance it, I guess, by also being petty, because I don't know if it's for the best that the pictures of the texts that Pete Davidson was sending to Kanye were publicized. And at first, I almost didn't send it just because I was like, well, I feel bad that this is getting publicized, these private text messages between the two of them. But you know what? Also... Ye does need to grow the fuck up, which is exactly what Pete Davidson texted to Kanye while also taking a picture of him in bed with Kim Kardashian. Yeah, Not in a Gino Jasmine kind of way, a 90 Day Fiance, just a oh, selfie of him. How dare you bring up Gino and Jasmine? <laughs> how dare you do that? Wait, do you think he was really in bed with Kim? Because it's definitely a photograph of him in bed by himself, which yeah. I think is well, funny. Or, yeah, but I mean, it does look like he's like on one side of the bed. I don't know. I mean, you know. This is what he said to Ye. Can you please take a second and calm down? It's 8 a.m. and it don't gotta be like this. Kim is literally the best mother I've ever met. What she does for those kids is amazing and you're so fucking lucky that she's your kid's mom. I've decided I'm not gonna let you treat us this way anymore and I'm done being quiet. Grow the fuck up. And what did Ye say in response? Oh, you're using profanity. Where are you right now? And he said, in bed with your wife. So took a picture him. of himself, which even if he's not in bed Down with Kim, it's side. great. That, it's even better if he's not actually in bed with Kim. Yeah. That's why I asked, because it's so hilarious that it's clearly a picture of him in bed like by himself. And he could be with Kim, but he could just be trolling. And it must be very satisfying as a comedian for Pete mm -hmm. Davidson to have not been able to respond for this long for whatever reasons, probably right. trying to de-escalate things. And now to be like, okay, I have the tools in my comedy tool belt to be funny about this as I respond. And to like, I feel like he... You know, he's got to come out feeling pretty good about the way that that all went. And I will he say, ends up looking pretty good. Quick side note, uh, you know, they, they did go Instagram official. Kim Kardashian posted on Instagram pictures of them together from uh, the, uh, the Carlisle, their Valentine's Day romantic weekend. You can see those pictures. So I de we definitely know that they're like more serious than they ever have been before based on that. Anyways. Yeah. Back to the text. Yeah. Yeah. And so so he sends this picture of himself shirtless in bed and it keeps going after that and i also man really fucking appreciate pete davidson again i'm not sure now their reps like kim kardashian and pete davidson's reps are not getting back to them so we don't know exactly who let these leak but it would make sense if it was pete davidson's people because this does make but he even says oh uh, in it, i can confirm that david cirrus I, I mentioned that uh he so if you go on yay's instagram right now you'll see a picture of the guy based on a google search much like the one he did with che <laughs> this guy david cirrus who is a writer on SNL. I believe he works with Pete Davidson. He, I believe, is the one who posted those texts on his Instagram. I think he's kind of being a bit of a cipher for uh, Pete Davidson a little bit. Uh, so that Pete doesn't have does... to post them. Because Pete Davidson left Instagram and went and just... Uh, apparently, he said... It wasn't didn't have anything to do with the yay stuff. He just like went on Instagram for a couple seconds and very immediately was like, I hate the positive messages. I hate the negative messages. I'm a, I hate social media. Give me the fuck off this. So that's why David Sears, which is why yay goes after him saying, come on, Dave, please help write some more culturally irrelevant jokes for Skeet. You don't have to have talent these days. You just need a Hillary Clinton tattoo. Uh, and he has a post about uh, Dave. And then he posts uh, Pete Davidson's Hillary Clinton tattoo, which is a bad tattoo. It I is, can't believe Pete know, Davidson has a Hillary Clinton tattoo. That's my least favorite part of all He's getting him taken off, but... <laughs> 
I do what? appreciate Pete Davidson reaching out to Ye and being like, let me help you, man. I struggle with mental health stuff, uh, mental stuff too. It's not an easy journey. You don't have to feel this way anymore. There's no shame in having a little help. You'll be so happy and at peace. Apparently, Pete Davidson has also been standing in front of Ye and, like, at, for SNL and saying, like, I've stopped SNL from talking about or making fun of you, which they've wanted to do for months. And he's trying to keep a separation of, you know, SNL and Ye state right now. And um, now all of this stuff is out in the open. And it does make sense that it's not Pete Davidson actually posting it because this makes him seem really, really good. But also, it does make him seem really good. Well, I would say it's kind of funny. He's like, man, let me help you, you little bitch. Yes, right. Fuck it's you. definitely. I'm going to help you. It's it's not. I, I would say it comes Wouldn't off like. Would you right, be here's... pissed off by now, though? At the oh, same of course. Time? Of course. I'd be pissed the fuck off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pete Davidson says, you don't scare me, bro. Your actions are so pussy and embarrassing. It's so sad to watch you ruin your legacy on the daily. And then Ye says, you're more than welcome to come to Sunday service. And then uh, Pete says, why don't we meet after Sunday service in Saints game? Uh, Saint, the, his kid's soccer game, he's been very public about talking about how he's going to go to after Sunday service. Why do we know these facts? Why do we, we know, know so much about it? I'll be at the BHH. We can have food and talk it out in, uh, in my room, privately, one-on-one, man-to-man. What you were doing to your family is dangerous and going to scar them for life. Please handle these matters privately, bro. I beg you. So it's like all of a sudden, it just keeps oscillating back and forth. He says, you want to see me come to Sunday service? And then he says, uh, yay says that. And then Pete says, this isn't public, dude. I'm not here for pictures and press which is obviously all you care about my offer stands i wish you'd man up for once in your life wow by the way uh let me help you man i struggle with mental stuff too this is so funny when you guys it's like i wish you'd man up for once in your life let me help you man yes i struggle with mental health stuff too it's not an easy journey you don't have to feel this way anymore there's no shame in having a little help you'll be so happy uh and at peace you have no idea how nice I've been to you despite your actions towards me. Yeah, I've wrong. stopped SNL from talking about or making fun of you, which they've wanted to for months. I've stopped stand-up comedians, and then it cuts off, which I wish <laughs> we got the fun. I'm like, where's the rest of it? Give us the name. Where's the rest of it? I guess part of me, though, when you read that, where how the texts go, right? Haven't you ever said something that has gone too far, and then you pull back and like, all right. I shouldn't be going down this road. Yeah. I, I feel like it's like you can feel it in the text yes. of like that road. Like totally. I balance shouldn't be of, saying this shit. Yeah, anger. It's not going to get me anywhere. And I do like it just humanizes the situation a lot more because again, like this is really happening. This yeah. is like a genuine thing that is happening to people that us as like, you know, we're, we're staring at the fishbowl being like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> Those fish are going to like kill each other. And then, we're gonna, <laughs> and then what's going to happen? It's like, no, everybody needs help in this situation. And we're just watching it happen. I do love watching fish kill each other in a fishbowl. But <laughs> that, I, you I, know also, what they, I don't know what the fish do. I love they get in there. They're going after their little bits of food. You got the sucky ones. The sucky ones stay on the fucking screen thing. It's not a screen. Yeah, it's yeah. a water would come out Eat the algae you know. or something yeah algae yeah, yeah, yeah. fuckers what a boring fuck face fish by the way oh you're just gonna suck on the fucking no uh, the sucker glass. cleans the tank but anyways <laughs> yeah i not finding only... nemo a lot because my nibbling loved finding nemo okay <laughs> not only is it like oh wow celebrities they're just like us but what was kept going through my head i was like this is 
High school shit. Yeah. This is like insane. Like this reminds me of high school shit. But who amongst us hasn't found ourselves in a disturbingly high school shit event in our late 20s right. to and, early and 40s, like, why am I right? In this high school shit. Exactly, exactly, right? Which is why a lot of why I'm like, oh, and then you like have kids and you get married and you sort of cut, you know, you cut a lot of people out that are really dramatic and because of this stuff, and you sort of try to like not bring this kind of drama whirlwind into the people you love's lives, right? You know, because it's just fucking nuts. But it just, all I can think about is like, the. I, it reminds me of a couples in euphoria more than anything else. It reminds me of the, the what is the couple with the guy who's terrible and the- um, Nate. Nate and, and you know, it, it reminds and me of that literally anybody, situation. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it reminds me of that situation, like the really toxic relationship, but they're also like the most popular kids. And then she leaves him and, and, uh, and, and, you know, what's going to fuck with him the most? Some guy covered in tattoos that fucking is so confident and doesn't give a fuck and is, you know, technically maybe even more beat up kind of in a way looking, you know, but like, that's like part of the angle, like that. That's just going to drive him crazy that he's with Machine Gun Kelly and his tidy whities uh, acting ridiculous in an Instagram post. Um, Ugh, I, with Machine I, Gun Kelly, that was, I mean, it was yeah. fun, though. I loved it. And then Kanye posted, I, it was so weird for us to talk about that and be like, that's fun. And then, like, it's on his Insta. I mean, it's just so... It's just never usually, like, we assume shit like this goes down with celebrities. It's just never quite ever been this public. And I don't even, I, I, it's so crazy. Like, I, and what's funny is, in a weird way, I kind of do feel Ye's pain. I have been there. I've been the, the guy that, um, you know, like, for me, it was less of a thing. I wasn't actually in a relationship, but I remember, like, I was courting this girl. I thought we were, like, going to be boyfriend-girlfriend, uh, sophomore, junior year of high school. She ended up totally um, dating my, like, really close friend instead. I had to deal with that in a very... And, 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 a, and that's when I'm like, oh, wow, I've kind of been here. I've been the guy brooding off the corner, doing tr crazy shit, by the way, acting out, doing crazy shit, being like, well, at least I can try to burn their relationship down by causing so many problems for them but also, that, that hopefully they just decide you? it won't be worth it. I know, that's how what I'm saying. I was fucking... 16. Like, that's that's so, what I'm saying. It's, it's so, so crazy. And I understand, but at the same time, it's like, it's not your fault, but it's your responsibility, eh, to take care of your fucking mental health. I mean, mental health aside, that is a tactic. Yes. He, and, and, uh, he's using it now, and I've used it before. So in a way, I mean, again, I was a teenager when I did it, so that's why we feel really awkward seeing this stuff on a grown man's Instagram page. Especially but in front of I kids, I have totally man. been there where the tactic is, I'm going to make this so just such a pain in his fucking ass to be in a relationship with this woman that he finally, hopefully, one day just wakes up and says, you know what? It's not worth it. Hell no. But unfortunately, when you do that, you it even just harder? together. Of it course just, it does. Yeah. No wonder he's out here publicly calling somebody a pussy, which, I mean, it's 2022. We don't even really do this shit anymore. But the fact that he's doing this because he's so frustrated that it's just pushing them closer Together, and she was in Staten Island for Christmas. That has to say something. <laughs> and to be on the top of your, I feel like the, you know, we've all, I've certainly been the Kanye in terms of being like enormously jealous and hurt and scorned, like lover. But and I and I feel like I the, the Pete situation is also interesting because this guy's like 
fucking everything is going right in his life. He is on top of his absolute fucking A game. And then now suddenly he's basically like, he just didn't really talk publicly at all for what, six weeks or something because he didn't want to like escalate things with this guy who was making public death threats against him. And I imagine that must've been really frustrating to be like, man, I am dating the hottest, most famous woman on earth. I am a 28 year old comedian whose fucking ship has come in and I have to kind of like just stand back and let this guy have a meltdown, which is why the texts are so satisfying. And right, he kind of gets to have it both ways because he gets to be like, I'm in bed with your wife. And then literally the next text is like, no, but seriously, man, just like take it exactly. easy. <laughs> you know? yeah, that, and that's, that's kind of not cool. I don't really appreciate that, which is why I'm surprised he would actually have his dude post those texts. I don't think it makes him look that good. No. I think I think that's the part that makes my skin crawl is the I'm in bed with your wife thing. The other thing that makes my skin crawl is Kim Kardashian telling women they need to get up and start working Don't harder. even. I know. I it doesn't help that I cannot this. root for Kim <laughs> right now. Get up and fucking work what your is, ass I, Exactly. Off. All I want to do is root for Kim in this situation and nope and then you fuck say that. shit like that yeah. man Kim, what are Kim's, you talking about Kim is not what? one of us you know I, I feel not. for her in terms of how she has handled the Kanye situation uh, I think many of us if, if many of us have been the Kanye many of us have also been the Kim in dealing with uh, you know people who were abusers or not respecting boundaries or whatever so Kim is super probably more relatable than she's ever been in this particular situation with Kanye right and then and she just goes ahead and opens her mouth <laughs> and then when she opens her fucking mouth it's just like oh my god stop Pete Davidson is by far the most relatable person in this triad totally and yet still now I'm like ah oh, but I can't I've been in this situation the yay's been in where it's like the, when the guy when you're like so in love with this per other person and you're like this guy you're dating this new guy is an asshole <laughs> you know uh, so it means asshole you know what I mean <laughs> but and, that person's and usually asshole. wrong I mean I think keep, uh, who knows if Pete Davidson is an asshole or not right but there's no question people say he's very nice he and seems very, nice and, and I, we even have mutual friends I mean again Michael Che the late great Kevin Barnett, who were like tight with him, and he was, you know, and I. So if, if those dudes vouch, then I'm, I'm like I'm Pete cool. Davidson is just he's much cl- in 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 the in the seven circles of Kevin Bacon. Pete Davidson is much closer to like a regular person than Kanye West, just because of Kanye's, you know, massive fame and and you know skyrocketing success and like you know Kanye seems this kind of like like an otherworldly figure because he presents himself that way and he's kind of maintained his life that oh way my God, have you watched it's just like yet? I'm just some guy yeah yes yeah. and like no I still haven't watched Genius yet because Gideon was oh, like great. shouldn't we not watch a documentary about somebody who's I like having a that, public abuse thing and I was no, like no 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 totally it's, watch it yeah watch it because it's it, it addresses it handles it it's not like I feel like calling it genius throws people off on what right. the, what the approach is. It's actually much more approach of like how fame and tragic personal tragedy and mental health issues can like Spare ruin a person mm-hmm. more than anything else. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait! You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start Start saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! 
the most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. But I do want to circle back to what you were saying about Kim because you were about to talk about what she had said. And so in case yeah, anyone let's, was let's not aware, yeah. Kim Kardashian said, I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. Oh my God. You have to surround yourself with people that want to work. And I just immediately in looking this up, there was an editor who was an editor for the Kardashian apps in 2015 in LA. This is a tweet that she put out. I was an editor on the Kardashian apps in 2015 in LA. I worked days, nights, and weekends. I could only afford groceries from the 99 cent only store. I had to call in sick more than once because I couldn't put gas in my car to get the uh, to the office. I was also reprimanded for freelancing on the side. So it's like, this is someone that worked for the their company and then you're going to say people don't work you're going to you're going to not you know you're going to have all the like these big companies you're going to be paying people non-living wages and then you're going to say you have the audacity to say get your fucking ass up and work now i'm not going to say that what she said at least when it comes down to like you got to work for it if you want something you got to work for it i agree with this but she is not the person to be saying it, and especially to put people down. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. Yeah, what is she are you talking looking about? around? All she had to do is just say, "Get your ass up." E- even that, maybe just to get your fucking ass up. Great. Work, I guess. Just don't. All you have to do is be positive. Just don't be like, "No." It seems like no one wants to work these days. Just like you have no point of ref. Like, what do you yeah, mean? What the are people you ta- around it's like such a conservative you? Like, talking yeah. point too. Like, I feel like that's like, there was this thing with the pandemic when there was like unemployment where there started to emerge this talking point. Like people don't want to work. And there was, you know, like fast food signs. Yeah, you would put say up some signs. bootstraps next? Yeah, exactly. Like, what are we right. doing people be like, oh, no one wants to work. And it's like, okay, maybe people would rather, if people were making more money on unemployment than they were not making a living wage in like service industry jobs, that doesn't mean people don't want to work. It means people were not, don't want to work for a starvation wage and so to the extent to which like it, it's just such a such a first of all kim kardashian is not interacting with anyone who doesn't work for her you know so like what is she even channeling and b telling women to just like work harder Especially if you're talking about working women, most of the time the problem with working women not being able to like work harder is like has to do with like them like not having childcare or, you know, like needing fucking health care for their like there's all these, you know, this is this hustle culture thing, especially with women and especially with like working moms. It's like, well, I wake up at four in the morning. I mean, I just said this earlier. I wake up five in the morning. I'm not proud of the fact that I wake up at five in the morning. I don't no, want you're other people saying, to do that. No, you're saying it in a way of like that is your reality. It's just there's the reality, right? Yes. It's, there's a difference between flaunting it about how hard when you know, we talk about this. I talk about this over on um, my Twitch stream often about how we just glorify this culture of working your fingers to 
the bone and like never stopping. And, I and I'm it. guilty of it. And I'm trying yeah. to change that myself. But it's very difficult. So fucking thanks, Kim Kardashian. Thank you so much. Oh, the fucking billionaires think that the peons don't work enough. And this is the yeah. thing. And you've internalized it. I've internalized it. And 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 to that to the extent to which we've had success, um, you know, from working hard, of course it is from working hard, but also it's a million other things too, right? Like the fact if somebody isn't successful, like rarely, obviously we all know people in our life who are just like lazy asses who don't work, but like by and large, do you really think that most people who are like, haven't reached their dreams, haven't reached them because they have no ambition or is it because there's a lot of other shit they have to deal with that maybe has yeah. come to them that is preventing them and should we all have internalized hustle culture so much that we are incapable of feeling joy for just for not working that our self, sense of self-worth is wrapped up in how oh, hard this we work from the work vacation get out of here you know what you're right I'm gonna walk away I'm gonna leave this just have another sip of your G&T I think that's what you that's how you change it oh my god or we could all be a little bit more like Dolly in our lives as well and just really put it out there of who exactly they are and what they are worth and owning that and not in a way of flaunting it. I'm sorry, did I cut off what you were saying, MJ? No, no, I think be like Dolly is. I just, I think that, I think that working hard is great. And I think the people who work hard uh, because they care and try to do what they love should, it's great for them. But also work sucks and we should all embrace that too. Work and we shouldn't sucks. have to feel like I we know. work all the time. <laughs> like it's okay to not want to work, you know? It's okay to want to relax. And I just feel like people I I fucking hate this whole hustle culture shit. Kim's job is literally a professional life of leisure. Like, oh yeah, work hard by waking up and letting people videotape you having fun. Sure. Yeah, the the other thing too is like and I I would also honestly say that you know, I do think actually Kim Kardashian does work I think she hard, works hard. Definitely same time but it's not like she doesn't work in a factory or something you know? well, well, right. and there's she also difference. doesn't have to make her own meals or really even watch her own kids yeah. or have to commute to work every day or do anything that everyday people have to do right. that takes up precious hours of the day that they have to do themselves that she will have never had any context of even from right. birth and that is the part that is annoying as fuck right. me like you have no idea you're trying to give advice Two people whose lives you've never, ever even come close to right. living. And because there, people always want to go back and forth, you know, and say, and be like, but she does work, you know, she's an entrepreneur and all this stuff. I'm not, I'm not taking away totally. from Totally. And I, I did, she has a life of leisure, but she does work hard and she's obviously very smart, competent entrepreneur who does work With hard and has a vision. With a personal chef you know? and a private jet right. to take, you know what I mean? I mean, there's just so many more. I mean, I'm even in a situation right now where I'm like, how do I create more hours in the day so I can work on these other things? I'm trying. I want more hours for more work, but I can't, you know what I mean? But I literally can't do it because I've got to raise a fucking seven month old and and every and make dinner for my family every night. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it is what it is. So I have to set aside some of my plans to like write a screenplay or this, that or the other to like try to create new avenues of work for now. You know what I mean? There's just always something that people are telling you you should be doing. And it's like, even, it's like, and if you're doing all that, Holden, right. then you'll be told like, well, you should really just enjoy your baby. Right. Yes, enjoy, enjoy your baby. Self-care. Like the audio that was going yeah. on on that TikTok, like you only have little kids for four years and if you miss it, it's gone. It's like, right. bitch, I 
what who, who's missing what like i am i am struggling <laughs> my way through this it's hard of course i enjoy it of course i know i'm yeah. going to miss it but also it's hard like you just try to make women feel guilty and yeah. and, and caregivers feel guilty you know what like, and holdens as well and holdens, and holdens but this is what guilty. i mean like yes. people you know it's like <laughs> you know the people who are doing the work to take care of their families you should you should be do, you should either be working harder or if you're not working cuz you're trying to keep up with your family it's like well you should really just, you know, simultaneously work hard, but also enjoy every second of it. And that's why I will be writing it. my screenplay this year. It's called Mr. Mom. <laughs> Wait <laughs> a second. Already happened, Holden, but you could do the reboot, and I would love to see the reboot Ooh. of it completely. Uh-oh. It's what we're all begging for, and just like we're begging for more Dolly Parton, we all yes. need more Dolly Parton. Let's we need talk to talk about, about the fact that Dolly Parton bowed out of being of their nomination for being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She said, I don't feel that I've earned that right. I really don't want votes to be split because of me, so I must respectfully bow out. I do hope that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will understand and will be willing to consider me again if I'm ever worthy. This has, however, inspired me to put out a hopefully great rock and roll album at some point in the future, which I've always wanted to do. And so she continues on in talking about this, but this is no, you know, this, we've got, have been here with Dolly Parton before. Anytime that she's been offered like a presidential award or a medal from uh like I think the Trump administration tried to give her two of them and she declined and but she also apparently Biden's administration is also thinking about offering her a medal of honor she has declined because she doesn't want any political affiliation she this isn't even and what I love about her so much talk about comparing Apples to oranges of Dolly Parton's to Kim <laughs> Kardashian's, where she's not saying in this, I am lesser than. She's not saying like, oh, I, you know, the fact that she's saying I don't deserve this is because she doesn't feel that she belongs in the specifically rock and roll hall of fame. And I understand that. And she explains that fully and doesn't make, she's not putting herself down because of it. I don't think I don't like the phrase if I'm ever worthy, because I think that she is worthy of absolutely everything. But she also didn't want to have a huge, because um, this uh, Tennessee rep tried to introduce a bill to put up a huge statue honoring Dolly Parton. She also turned that down and said that it was inappropriate. And that was for all, all of the charity work that she does and how much she gives back. And she still doesn't want to be honored for it. How many millions of dollars did she give to help fund a vaccine <laughs> for our country? Like, this is crazy. And like, you know, Dolly Parton, uh, to the point again to Kim Kardashian, like, came up as like a working class like yes. icon right i yeah. feel like that's what's so like yes. what nine to five is right and like what and obviously she's a, a millionaire now and she would be the first to tell you like it's not yeah. like she is not out there still pretending that she's exactly still an icon of the working class per se but her thing was like she'd never I say it but she like kind proud of could. of yeah. these signifiers yeah she yeah she could yeah right and 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 you know and and she's purposely i think cultivated a life as a millionaire to try to not forget like what it's actually like to be working class but i feel like that's what's so cool and interesting about her to me as a public figure and as a famous person as a rich person because her thing is like there is dignity and pride in being a working class person which is not what 
the vast majority of messaging is around being a working class person, including things that are branded to working class people like like Larry, the, I'm thinking like Larry the Cable Guy and that type of thing is like, you people are dumb. Whereas like Dolly Parton's You might be smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> oh, Jeff Foxworthy, we miss you. <laughs> Whereas like Dolly Parton is, I, I just feel like she just, her thing is like there is, her thing was like, there is dignity in being poor and there is dignity in working like shitty jobs. Like, I think that's like really meaningful, you know? Well, and I also feel like, and I had this, I had this same thought to watch because I like to watch the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame special. They're that comes great because they year. all put them up on, uh, they always put them up on HBO. Uh, HBO, Max, yeah. yeah, HBO Max. It always comes out and it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of great performances. The Go Go's this last year, Carol King. Food Fighters, um, but also I was watching Jay Z and LL Cool J, uh, you know, get inducted, and I'm like all about. I'm I'm not complaining. Like obviously, haven't heard me complain about it because I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to watch Jay Z like be celebrated and you know LL as well. But at the same time, it is called the Rock and Roll <laughs> Hall of Fame, and I think what Dolly is also saying here is like, I've never put out a rock and roll record in my life. How am I being inducted into? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and and I, in a way, it is kind of funny. And you know, there was in that article, I believe that you sent Foo Fighters. Uh, Dave Grohl rather uh, was like, "Yeah, it's like because rock and roll is like an attitude. It's not like a, but it is also a very specific genre of music. And the Hall of Fame used to be about that, and now they're just totally like, nah, it's just like a a way of being. It's just like a youth culture thing. I'm like, okay, sure, Rock and Roll of Fame. I'm sure that's not just you trying to get as many like." people to support the institution as possible and not just go, you know, while defying like the genre that this was built on to be inducted. And I, again, I love that L. Cool J and Jay-Z are inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I, I loved their performances, but it does feel a little, it's just not rock and roll, man. Like no matter what way you slice it, it does feel weird that all of a sudden they're just like, yeah, everything's rock and roll. It's all rock and roll. You know what I mean? And you're just like, I don't, okay, I guess. Carol King is rock and roll. How dare you? <laughs> yes, she is. She's an innovator. You know what I, mean? I do think that um, I read a couple of articles that were talking about how it seems like it was more of a, a grab because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, and I don't know this for sure, at least there are rumors that it is going under. And yeah, so that is totally. why that like, well, Dolly Parton is a huge institution when it comes to just not only being a good person, but music in general. So I understand the want to have Dolly Parton Parton be a part of, of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but I just love that she stands for what she believes in and under could see that and understand it, but still doesn't feel that she's meant to be yeah. there. And she just stands up for herself in a way that, like, even that article brought up that interview, I believe that brought this one did, the interview that she had with uh, Baba Wazan, not Baba Wazan, Baba Wawas. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when, in, I think it was like 1977, when she was kind of ripping her apart for her just everything about her about how she comes off about how she dresses and she just took it with a smile and because she's forever been a person that can stand up against people when they're trying to pin holes yeah. in her pinata cushion oh. yeah that doesn't make any sense but you know what pin i it. mean <laughs> yeah yeah she she really is like a mirror image of Kim Kardashian who I and I do have a lot of respect for Kim Kardashian I think she does work hard but it's different if you are if you are raised wealthy it's just yes different. it's different and yeah. there's interesting parallels in terms of like being a 
a hot woman who like does things, weaponizes your hotness and your sexuality, right? I think that, that that's there's some interesting connections there between Dolly and Kim in terms of like Dolly's mm-hmm. boobs and Kim's sex tape and like how the bo- the way that both of them were, were, you know, are kind of, those are both things to use to dismiss that the, the fact that they have talent, uh-huh. you know? Right, um, right, 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 totally. And also Pete Davis is going to space. How are they so good <laughs> at making us talk about them every week? It is unbelievable. They have un- the, the almost unbelievable PR team. It is. I am, like, they must be that they, like, because if you think about it, is there ever a Newsweek? And like, I often don't bring up the Kardashians. Oh yeah, they're but always But one of in, them oh, is always in the top of the headlines of almost every single website I look at their PR team is unbelievable yep. we were screaming about this on talking TV yeah. where Holden didn't know that they got rid of keeping up with the Kardashians so and now the Kardashians the reality Thought show we is were starting on Hulu <laughs> and of course they're not going away just thought they'd be like not. maybe we should take a y- one year off of showing every second of our personal no. lives so uh, I, and then you have to away. sometimes you have to be more like a Heidi Montag and you got to start eating raw oh bison hearts in public to get people to be talking about you. But now I know that we're running out of time because we got to get to our conspiracy. It's a but good one this I week. mean, the, all of the pictures of her just tearing into raw bison hearts on the street. Go ahead, eat raw meat. Are, are you? You have to eat raw meat outside, out of a Ziploc bag, <laughs> like a little Where, bag yeah, of goldfish. But instead of yeah, the goldfish snacks, it's some fucking raw bison heart. Yeah, the gross part too was the sushi comment. Um, where where is it? It's. So, I just happen like, to like eating sushi style organs. Ooh, <laughs> you know, so again, gross. that's fine. Do it. And you can even talk about it if you want to, but don't make it your whole personality. I love sushi, but I don't walk down the street. I have eaten sushi walking down the street, but I try not to. (laughs) Oh, yeah, if you got to get it in there, sometimes you just got to get it in there. Sometimes you got to get it in there. For the work at MJ on the go. I mean, you can't stop and eat. I I mean, why would you do that? You have to be getting to your next job occupation. I know. See, this is why I hate hustle hustle culture. Can't sit down to eat my sushi. Have you thought about that? You are, MJ, you are the, I'm just, the more and more I think about it, you are the quintessential icon for working culture. You've got Oh my God, I hate that. (laughs) You've got, uh, you're you're in school and working how many jobs? (laughs) I'm actually work, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a, um, like I want to say full of there's a lot of things my I have a full schedule but not a full of work <laughs> it's it's a lot of <laughs> That's other things good see look at us we're, we're I could use we're, more work in terms of money but <laughs> you know uh, I'm in grad school so that I can one day get a job where I will have health insurance and um that's that is my hus- hustle and then you get to hide your 12 years of podcasting like don't look at that you don't need to look at the podcast it's fine <laughs> well this is uh, this is going to be a great one this week i'm really excited about our celebrity conspiracy hit me with the share do, do you believe it? it does jamila jamil have munchausen syndrome Ooh. wow okay i'm in this Tell is me. Okay. really like one of those ones because so many of them are like oh does you know uh, Tom Hanks barf in his shoes or something <laughs> I ridiculous. I bet he does, though. Let's I bet he does, though. If I bet he's would, always he barfing would. in his shoes. He loves pukey shoes. But in this, uh, this one is, like, legitimate. 
So here we go. Come down. This was a worm time hole I went down, and I'm excited to share with you um, guys. Also, for everyone that is not aware, uh, Munchausen syndrome, a mental disorder in which a person repeatedly and deliberately acts as if they have a physical or mental illness when they are not really sick. And you and might know the Munchausen by, Munchausen by proxy, right, where you make yes. your kids sick. Yes, or somebody else you're caring for, sick. or maybe just pathological liar. We'll 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 get it. We'll okay, get it. all right, let's get into. I'm it. I'm excited for this. This one comes in from Liv, who says, "Hi, page seven. Love y'all. Love the pod. Let's get right into it. I was a huge fan of Jamila and all of the work that she did for mental health and body positivity advocacy, but I wasn't really familiar with her as a person or her past. Then one day, a few years ago, I heard podcaster Tracy Morrissey talk about Jamila Jamil, and it completely changed the way I looked at her." Tracy has compiled years worth of quotes directly from Jamila that contradict each other and tell some really wild stories. If all of these stories that Jamila has told are true, then she has been attacked by swarms of bees multiple times, survived cancer twice, <laughs> overcame being deaf as a child, has had lots of concussions, and broken almost every bone in her body <laughs> and more. And by the way, this isn't just hearsay. I, I, I told you I went down a worm time. I mean, I watched interviews on on late night talk shows. Oh my I, God. I mean, we, yeah, and, and definitely, I'll send you guys the link if you want uh, after to, to follow up because it's a ton of Instagram stories on uh, user Tracy Morrissey's account. Uh, and they uh, Tracy Morrissey compiled them all in like one th uh, thing called J the JJ tab. Uh, and it highlights uh, there she has documented at least uh, decades worth of Jamila contradicting her own stories. One of her B stories included uh, music producer Mark Ronson, and he actually did an interview addressing it, basically debunking the story. He said there were like one or two Bs during an instance instead of, quote, like 500 Bs, end quote, Jamil claimed to be uh, present during her lunch. Um, I... The, okay, the Instagram story is like, I'll just say, she, yeah, she, all of this stuff is true. Swarms of bees. <laughs> she claimed she had survived cancer twice, um, and then that was contradicted that one of them was just like a breast cancer scare. The the death thing, totally, she, she's talked about. The concussion, she talks about like how she was horribly injured at like her, um, you know, working on uh, set and stuff like that, and then there'll be like video of her supposed big injury and then her just walking around like it's totally fine afterwards even though she claims she like lost a tooth and had a concussion um just all this kind of wild stuff ad nauseum just endless amounts of it i mean i was really blown away about by it uh live says i am an, an immunocompromised person so i completely understand people who have weak immune systems like myself having health issues that stem from that but this many health issues should make her an anomaly when it comes to modern medicine <laughs> yeah. but even if you completely disregard what she has said about her medical history she still seems to contradict herself when it comes to her past work and other parts of her life uh and then this was followed up more more links from that tab she has claimed that that she was a model, and then other times she said that she was never a model. She claims that she DJ'd Elton John's birthday party, uh, <laughs> which a Instagram user seems to debunk uh, as well. Uh, Liv says, listen, I love a scammer and totally understand a comedian exaggerating a story for laughs, but all of these alleged stories just seem really strange, and there doesn't seem to be any real reason behind her exaggerating them, so I need to know if y'all believe. I can't wait to hear what y'all think. Also, I want to give a huge shout out to Jackie for shouting out my virtual infused cooking classes. 
that was the sweetest. Yeah. And if any of you last podcast uh, baddies ever want to virtually learn how to make edibles, just let me know. Ooh. I would love to give y'all a class. Sick. It's sick. It's awesome. sick. And, and do, um, do they put in their Instagram handle? Because it heart, looks heart fucking- Chef Live. I uh, and if I fucked up and didn't include it, but it was in there, then uh, I apologize. But uh, well, come I, hang I out over that. on Twitch.tv forward slash Oh No, it's Shacky. Um, I'll, I'll push it over there because it's because she teaches people how to make edibles. Hell yeah. 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 I was blown away by this. Like, definitely check out that Instagram users uh, page because it just is endless. And I mean, it's so funny too because like B attacks. <laughs> and the Mark Ronson thing, he was like, yeah, we were at lunch. There was like one or two bees that came and then we walked inside. I... Lunch. <laughs> As opposed to being attacked by literally a swarm of bees. <laughs> is what These types claims. of stories actually scare me a little bit because I feel like it's a bit of a there but for the grace of God go I if I had gotten famous when I was younger and I was trying and I was a comedian and I was just selling store exact you know like I I feel like when I was younger like same with when Mike Daisy the you know famous storyteller got in trouble because he got this like he did this story that went on this American life about going to the uh, Apple factory in China and then it turned out he had like basically constructed a like better story as a storyteller but it wasn't journalism and everyone was like wow you lied and I feel like I can imagine telling a story like in at a party being drunk and being like dude it was a swarm of bees like I can like truly imagine yeah, doing right, and, and making right. it a little bit more entertaining yes yes yeah. um, so this so but it sounds like she might have like a chronic problem with that I don't know Jackie what do you think right Oh, real quick, too, before you get into that, Jackie, uh, her Instagram is at Livy Smalls, uh, uh, L-I-V-V-I-E-S-M-A-L-L-S, at Livy Smalls. Honestly. Thank you so much for uh, for the chef. Thank you so much for writing in. Um, I do wonder, because I, I also, at the same time, have met people before that are more of a little bit of prevaricators because they were they grew up with a lot of health issues. It does seem that Jamila Jamil had a lot of health issues growing up, but again, we don't know if that is true or not. Mm. And I do feel that like friends that I've had in my life that were always sick and in and out of hospitals because like also Jamila Jamil apparently had like bad mercury poisoning and also a celiac disease and has a hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. That's so and crazy. Has so much stuff. It's a lot of things. But also sometimes when you meet someone that is that, that is a sickly person, you're just like, and you're still like, and that, and then that, and then that. That does blow your mind. So I feel bad in saying that, like, maybe she's a liar. Right. Maybe all this shit did happen to her. Who knows? Right. And Gradually, that yeah, we don't, I don't know. But it's just very compelling evidence because there's a lot of contradictions yeah. in those recollections at the same time. Yeah. Like, one of, the, one of the good examples was she said she's a two-time cancer survivor or whatever, right? And one of them is, I think, cancer in her spine. The other one, I believe, is the breast cancer. But then also, that was literally... Um, then in other stories, she... She had a breast cancer scare. She literally just, there was a thing she had to go get followed up on, and it turned out it wasn't breast cancer. So it's not, I I mean, that's not a cancer survivor. You just had a lump you had to get checked out. You know what I mean? And isn't she also a little bit famous for just kind of like being really clumsy with her, 
like advocacy and politics yes. and like especially yes. around like fat positivity and body positivity yes. and stuff. So I feel like that doesn't mean that she's a pathological liar, but it does again kind of paint a picture of somebody who maybe is just like struggling to figure out what public image they are cultivating, you know? Yeah. It's maybe we slap a liar on her. Maybe <laughs> we slap a liar on her. I think she's a liar. I'm saying it. <laughs> Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I don't think Munchausen's. I think that maybe G um, might over-exaggerate, I would say. Sure, at the very least. Uh, I'll go with that. Um, because I at the same time, believe. I am the kind of person that if two bees come after me, I would be like, I almost died from the bees. That's the I, I really like, identify like with the exaggeration. bees? You would think it was like 500 bees. bees. But also, you can't <laughs> lie. This is a thing, though. I would hope that she's smarter about lying about this stuff you can't lie about this stuff when other people are there. But this is yeah. what I mean about getting famous when you're fairly young. Like, you feel invincible. Yeah. Imagine how much stupid stuff we would have said in a bigger platform if we got famous when we were 20, you know, in our early 20s. We would have said, I would I would just be, you would, my paper trail would be filthy. You know, like, the things I would have said and not said, you know, it's people. Yeah, and she was, honestly, she was on Channel 4 starting in 2009, um, which would make her... In her early or like mid twenties, yeah, you so know, it's like it does, yeah, it does make sense of like really killing it young and uh, and maybe things and sometimes maybe your prevarications go a little. Uh, you don't mean to exactly, just kind of losing do. control of things. I can, yes. I can imagine having that happen if you're famous when you're young and you're like everyone listens to everything I say, but also I'm a comedian, but also I'm extremely hot and I'm extremely famous and I'm just gonna say this and I'm gonna say this. But again, I'm not. I mean. The problem with this is that, right, a lot of chronically ill people are constantly told that they're lying, and I, we don't, we're not doing that, you know? We don't want to do that. Um, but I do think that this is a fun one, just because she's such a, like, all-over-the-place person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we all right. Holden. There you go. Thank you so much. Back to you, Jackie. It's back to me, because it's time for the list! Oh! Who's on the list? Me. Jackie, gotta have that list. Slacker movies with eyebrow arching backstories. I did not know this. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Bill and Ted thought they were cast as the other one until costume fitting. Mm. The two actors were cast as the other role, but it wasn't cleared up until the costume fitting. Alex Winter said that the Keanu Reeves was like, these clothes don't fit me. What is this half shirt sweater thing? I can't fit in this. And then they had, which I think is- That's I, cute. I, I'm sad I didn't know that lore because also, I feel like- 
Aren't they kind of the same guy? They're kind of similar. <laughs> no, they're drastically different. <laughs> or character, rather. I mean, yes, yeah, they know they're very similar characters. Which, but then this makes a lot of sense in Wayne's World, which we did a, a Wayne's World pop history episode of, um, th- which they canonically Dana Carvey and Mike Myers didn't like each other. And Mm. apparently Dana Carvey is actually playing the drum solo in Wayne's world. Wayne and Garth are music and stoner loser layabouts, but talented ones when Dana Carvey's Garth plays a rocking drum solo that actually is Carvey playing the drums. He did a solo on SNL in character as well. He's very, very talented. And I love Dana Carvey. Um, Next up, Big Lebowski. We all know it. We all love it. Jeff Lebowski is a real man. Jeff Dowd inspired most of the dude's eccentricities. The dude's name and mannerisms all came from a real man, producer Jeff Dowd. He even had a rug that tied the whole room together. Love which it. Wow. makes me smile. Um Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I think that a lot of people know this one, but that writer Cameron Crowe graduated high school at only 15. You remember him from Almost Famous. So when he wanted to research Fast Times at 22, he went back inside, going undercover at a local school and making friends, even sticking some of them into the script. It's like never been kissed. I had the weirdest thought, too. That's so funny this came up because I was like on a run, actually, the other day, and I was like, Maybe I think somebody brought up Fast Times on a podcast I was listening to. And I was like, man, could you imagine having not one but two movies come out about your life? That's how interesting your life is. Yeah. That two separate, completely different movies, by the way. <laughs> one is about how you went undercover as a high schooler later in life. And like that's what Fast Times is based on. And then the other one's about your this whole other career is like a writer for a uh, young as fuck. Uh, journalist for rock bands in the 70s like that and that's just the beginning by the way before you even turned 32 <laughs> films about your life are were, were uh, Cameron Crowe is hustle culture yeah yes but I mean that started young yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I support him I did not know that the first draft of Superbad was written when writers Seth Rogen and mm-hmm. Evan Goldberg were 13 years old. I know. didn't know that, which makes the title of it so much funnier because it's like, oh, that's why it's called such Super a dumb bad. thing. Yes, wow. I had no idea. Yeah, oh they, so they wrote it when they were 13 and then revisited it like years and years later. Yeah, that's incredible. I and also it. like yeah. I used to work, I used to like teach comedy to like 13 year old boys for several years and they are so funny. So that like, that is yeah. really fucking perfect. Probably yeah, I bet that there's there's more freedom in that script yeah. than like a lot of of movie scripts. I tried to write a script when I was 13 with my friend, but it was literally just like our version of Reservoir Dog. <laughs> That's the problem. I think you're going to have a lot of 13-year-old boys just rewriting uh like pulp whatever fiction. their favorite movie yeah. is. Oh yeah. yeah. But if you think about it, Superbad is just another one of those teen movies, but it got it so right. Yeah. yeah. And it was so well written and I so like really encapsulated a high school experience. Um, obviously still, you know, bombastic for the screen. Um, I did not know, but it does make a lot of sense that Michael Sarah for Scott Pilgrim versus the world was the only choice for Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I mean, it seems like the movie was 
written for him as someone that uh-huh. only saw it for the first time recently. But I know that it's at the center of a lot of people's hearts that according to director Edgar Wright, he never envisioned anyone else in the role, even wanting Sarah during his arrested development years. And you know what? It made a lot of sense. Wow. That's a good for him, for everybody involved, yeah. especially Michael Cera. Gotta feel good to be like, wow, you literally wrote this movie for me. Also, Ramona Flowers is like perfect casting as well. That They did a great job with the casting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And last but not least, which another one that I think a lot of us know, but it's always fun to remember, that in Back to the Future, there was a different Marty for the first six weeks of production. You can go check out the Wizard and the Bruiser episode on Back to the Future. Eric Stoltz was in the role, but the film just didn't work with him. So Michael J. Fox was brought yeah. in and the rest is history. Ouch oh, for poor, Eric poor Stoltz. Poor Eric Stoltz. Yeah, yeah right? They were like, six weeks. Not well only that, is that an initial ouch? Like that's gotta be said when you lose that job and then for the rest of your life, you're like, wow, everyone's favorite movie with everyone's yeah, favorite actor. Yeah, for sure. Could have been me. Yeah. Also, disregard my um, hot take about uh, Back to the Future Part 2, definitely ruffled some feathers with people. Um, it was not a cynical film that was rushed into production uh, for a huge money grab. It was a fantastic movie, and there's no... Uh, it's not a uh, two different movies just kind of slapped together uh, in this weird way. Interesting. <laughs> it's uh, just a really good movie that totally isn't your favorite movie because of nostalgia. It's just actually legitimately as good as a... Um, great. You're uh, wrong, Holden. Everybody else is right. You're wrong, Holden. (laughs) I have gotten tweets. I have gotten DMs. People are weirdly butthurt about Back to the Future Part 2. I love it. A good movie. (laughs) All right. I can't. Oh, yay. I can't see. Excuse me. I can't see. Yay. Are you going? (laughs) I think I'm going. Blind. I don't. Oh, we can't can't see see him. Wow, I'm a real Jamila Jamil over here. All right. Let's get into this. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, I just can't even believe this is uh, from all the stuff we said earlier in the episode. I can't believe this is one of the blinds. This one named singer slash actress is all set to give an interview describing how the illiterate reality star who is currently dealing with a lot of romantic woes stole from the singer slash actress's family. So that's two different ladies involved. Okay. Illiterate. Kim Kardashian. Who did yes. Kim K steal how from? Does she make it into the block? I think she was even in the celebrity conspiracy somewhere. I think we mentioned it. Whoa. Yeah, she's also invaded our blind items this week. Wow. And a one named singer slash actress. She had a fun like um, show when we were younger. She was. She's been. Is it Kesha? Totally, no, no. Way before she did have Kesha. that reality show. Pre Kesha. She also had a one named TV show about her, but it was a different name. Oh no. She was. That's everywhere. so Raven. No, that's a. There's a one. Is that one <laughs> Raven? Raven. She can be just Raven. Raven. Oh, is it called just Raven? She can call predates Raven. that as well, but totally like that same kind of vibe. She had music career first, then had a hit TV show, Hannah Montana sitcom. That is two words predates. That. <laughs> this is before that. We're talking nineties. We're talking like oh, a we're talking nineties okay, or early aughts. Early yeah, aughts. even one like that kind Brandy. of area. Yes. Wow. Brandy Moesha. Yes. Yeah, Brandy and Wait, so wait, how does Brandy know that she stole? Brandy's momager filed a lawsuit back in 2008 alleging that Kim ran up over $120,000 in credit card charges without permission a couple years before that time, back when Kim was a stylist 
for Brandy. Kim was Whoa. a stylist for Brandy. Kim was a stylist for Brandy what? at one point. I know, right? How wow. weird is I had no idea. So Damn. apparently she was a stylist. Brandy. Look at her. She has had a job. Girl. She has had like a, hey, like a regular job. Yeah, hus- hustle culture right there. Wow. And apparently, I guess she... Though she was a, a a stylist and worked with them, she was not necessarily authorized to run up a hundred <laughs> to steal her money thousand no. dollars. That was the lawsuit was back in two thousand eight, but the time period I believe was o- around oh six okay. when Kim apparently allegedly did this. Wow, so, I that's just for some reason a celebrity feud I can really get behind. Right, yes. I so like it. I oh there's, yeah, there's the, just two really interesting people. Credit card is mine. Yeah, hold it. <laughs> uh, so there you go. All right, next one. Uh, this is fun. This actor is married and permanently A-list. All of you know who he is. He has been nominated slash won multiple Academy Awards, and the same goes for Emmy Awards, too. In the early days of lockdown, he found a foreign-born A-list singer slash rapper who shared his love of conspiracy. And they went from emailing once or twice a week to then every day, and finally, about a year ago, started hooking up in person. Apparently, they also went to a couple of various retreats that focused on some of their favorite theories while also allowing them to buy crystals and smoke, quote, small batch marijuana. I don't know why that is in there. Small batch marijuana. I mean, other than the wife he has, this sounds like a match. Of course, our singer has also got herself involved in a lot of controversies, which is why she is a former A-lister. So I'll give you a couple hints. Anything come to mind right now? Actor who's won a bunch of stuff. Uh, The singer, it's more of a, she's more of a rapper. Joaquin Phoenix. Absolutely not. All right, here are the hints for the two. (laughs) The guy is easy to cheer up when he's not surrounded by a bunch of zombies or being an honest detective. The woman is pretty fancy, especially when she gets that work. Rihanna. I'm so fancy. No. You already Maybe. know. Okay. Okay. I know that's Who's the, the rapper in that song? That's, that's um, Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea. Okay, Iggy Azalea. There you go. Okay. The guy is easy to cheer up Ted, when he's not Ted surrounded. <laughs> Close. When he's not surrounded Close. by a bunch of zombies or being an honest detective. Matthew, no, not, not, no. The last no, no. one hits Wood, you over the fucking Wood, head with it, to wait, be quite honest it? with you. Is he a true detective? Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson. Yes. yes. Woody, Woody Harrelson. Harrelson and Iggy Azalea. What do you think about that love match? I I'd would watch, watch that day. <laughs> I would watch, watch that day. It's kind of fun. Oh, yes, smoking please. weed, hanging yes, out, please. buying crystals. Small together. batch yeah, Conspiracy convention. Yeah, no, I'll watch the day. I want to be nowhere near the two of them, but I would love to watch. <laughs> the tape. <laughs> uh, I'm going to again say I can't believe another person ended up in the blinds this week after everything that has been said today. This is the final blind. The political grift didn't go so well and the longtime roommate stole most of the money. So this A-list celebrity is desperate to earn some money and is doing so in a horny way. In a horny way online. So what would the horny way online be and who's only the person? Fans. Is it OnlyFans? Yes. And is it, we, we already talked about them. Is it Jamila Jamil? Is it Kim Kim? No, 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 no. But maybe connected a little bit. Uh, the political grift didn't go so well. That's Politics what involved. A politic run, maybe. Oh, yay? No. Yay to it an OnlyFans? Someone else in that crew uh, also ran for uh, oh, office. Oh, Caitlyn Jenner? Caitlyn Jenner might be trying to do OnlyFans. But honestly, what was more interesting to me than that is just the story about Jenner's roommate, 24-year-old Sophia Hutchins, uh, 
they're in a bit of an odd situation. Hutchins has claimed, well, we are girlfriends, but we're not like girlfriends. So, you know what I mean? I, I was in a situation like this, by the way, in college where uh, someone ended up moving in with me and, you know, but we're just friends. She just got to live for free with me. Like we're in a relationship and we snuggle when we go to bed at night, but, but <laughs> we're just friends. And I love that about us. So anyways, yeah, so so Sophia's definitely uh pulling this kind of shit. Um but, but we're Kate not like Jenner girlfriends. Must be so rich. We're not like girlfriends, you know what I mean? We're very good friends. To me, Caitlin is like a parent figure, but also now we have business together. So, you know, we work together. So it's interesting. It really is family. That's the best way to describe it. It was never sexual. Sounds rough and messy. Jenner recently got just one percent of the vote after her run for governor of California. Well, apparently she was also kept out of the new Kardashian show, but I did not know she was kept out of the nine-figure deal for wow. the Kardashian uh, show. So maybe she's Jenner not one. Jenner nine one. figures. Wow. What? That's insane. That's so stupid, dude. Why are people, stop watching it, and we guys, we need to stop talking about it. I get that. We're talking about and we're it. We're just as guilty. We're talking about it. We've been talking about it all episode. They figured it out. They weaseled their way into everything. The blinds, all of it. And I get that, that we need to stop. But please do your part and not watch this show. I get, we cannot express this enough. Uh, and do not support Caitlyn Jenner politically because she's a monster. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even and particularly when it comes to uh, trans people and politics. Weirdly so. No, right? Weirdly it's so. It's bizarre. It, kind it, of pulling it, it, up the ladder behind her. She uh, is the spokesperson none of y'all asked for. <laughs> and it's just so annoying. Everyone is like, please stop. <laughs> stop. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a good for her if she gets an OnlyFans. You know, you whatever, whatever you got to do, Caitlyn Jenner, stop trying to be a <laughs> political figure. That's yes. right. Do sex. That's fine. <laughs> I have no problem with that. Yeah, I was like, whatever, whatever, OnlyFans. Man, does Sophia Hutchins remind me of an ex of mine. <laughs> yeah. We eventually okay, did take it to the next level, but I think it was under the pretense of you either have to probably leave this apartment or uh, pay for your rent somewhere or uh, we have to be in a relationship. <laughs> and that, in hindsight, wasn't the most um, pra, you know, healthy situation. I, was, I would say I was manipulated a little mm. bit. Ah, uh, gotcha. Well, you know, you live, you learn. There you go. Get it out early. Get it out in college so you can find something healthy later on. Hell yeah. Look at us growing <laughs> up. I guess this is growing up. And this has been your episode. That's, you can see again. Is that two Blink-182 references in this? Yes, it was. <laughs> Thank I you. can see that I was um, taken advantage of for my uh, apartment, uh, free apartment in college. Yes, Just absolutely. glad you can see it. As long as you can see it now, that means that we have reached the end of our episode. And thank you guys so much for joining us on this week episode of page seven my name is jackie zabrowski you can follow me on instagram at jack that worm you can also follow page seven lpn on instagram and tiktok yeah i've been learning the world of tiktok you guys gotta follow jackie is learning right before our very eyes what could be better teaching myself and so if i could teach myself that means you can teach yourself as well and come hang out over um on twitch.tv forward slash oh no it's jackie on tuesdays and sundays and then hang out with Holden and I on Fridays. But that's not for me to promote. That's for Holden to promote. 
Wow. Isn't that fucking interesting? Yes! <laughs> TV forward slash Holdenator Zoe. Monday, Tuesday, Friday streams. Friday, yes, I stream with Jackie Jack and with the Holdies. It's a fantastic time. Shout outs again to Liv. Um, thank you so much for that conspiracy theory. Uh, I am so, and I see a bunch in the inbox, by the way, so don't worry. I will hopefully get to yours. Uh, check us out, page7podcast at gmail.com. Your blind items, your conspiracy theories, they are used, they are b- beloved. So please get them in. Uh, greatly appreciate that as well. And hey, patreon.com forward slash page7podcast. It, it's amazing. We're rounding out on Twilight. What am I going to do? Well, we've I'm got about the to Gossip Girl Midnight Watch Sun. Along, which has been like so much fun. Grab some rosé, hang out with us on Discord while we watch Gossip Girl. I'm, I... I hate the show, love the company. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Somebody scarves. I, I don't even know. Yeah, I gotta say, I do not scarves. love the show, but I love watching it. And that speaks yes. to how fun the Discord is. Oh, yeah. It is so much fun. And uh, yeah, so check us out uh, on that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Who's who's left? I'm MJ? next. My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. And I'm gonna learn TikTok one of these days. Hell yeah. If I, again, if I can figure it out, almost anybody can and uh, thank you guys so much and please stick around for our page 7 podcast at gmail.com shout out sing the song with me will you shout shout let it all out these are the emails that you wrote it about come on we're gonna read them to you come on Thank you guys so incredibly much for sending in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. I love reading them every week and I can't thank you guys enough for building out our beautiful community. It just makes me want to smile forever. And you know who else makes me want to smile forever? Shibi Woo is a part of our amazing Twitch community and all of my happiest of birthdays goes out to you, baby. Shibi who says, I'm giving myself a shout out this week because fuck, life sucks right now. But guess what, bucko? I still get out of bed every morning and I'm doing the best with what I got. So choke on that, universe. Hell yeah, I love this energy. Shibiwu says, I turned 30 last month and it sucked to not feel celebrated. But here we go again. I'm going to celebrate myself because I freaking deserve it. Your podcast and Twitch community have gotten me through some rough times, so I can't thank you enough for being who you are and doing what you're doing. Much love to you all and much love right back at you, Shibiwu. I want to celebrate you, and I hope that you can feel my hug around you right now. And I've got more hugs going out for Hex from Heather and Alex. Heather and Alex say, this is a joint shout-out. Yeah, smoke them if you got them. Dedicated to our amazing friend Hex. Our friendship family simply wouldn't be the same without them. They even submitted a shout-out to one of us that got read on the air, and it was truly the sweetest and most thoughtful gift possible. Hex, like the rest of us, is a huge fan, and we hope to bring them some of the joy that they constantly give to us. We even have a dedicated group chat specifically about Page 7 and our other favorite LPN shows. That makes me so happy. Hex has been having a hard time lately, but they are keeping their head up, and we are so insanely proud of them. They are strong, kind, and a total fucking badass, and we simply couldn't imagine life without them. We love you so much, Hex. 
Heather and Alex. Oh, I love your friend family so much. I don't know what the hell I would do without my friend family. You guys listen to all of us all the time, but we really are just as close as you would imagine. I see we all talk to each other almost every single day, and there ain't nothing like a friend family, and I'm so glad that you guys have each other. Now, the next shout out goes out to both Emma and Justin. Thank you so much for writing in, Emma, and sharing your story, and thank you for receiving my my share back to you. Love you so much, Emma. Emma says, happy pie day and happy birthday to Justin, who should have been 31 and woken up next to me. He used to joke we were soulmates because my middle name is Pie and he was born on pie day. He absolutely hated his birthday and to be honest, life in general. There was something about me that made him feel safe though. Probably that I've been momming people my whole life and he needed a mom his whole life. And he laughed at every joke I made, which is my favorite quality in a person. On our first date, I went to see his band play, and then we ate some acid. We went for a walk to watch the trees breathe, and I noticed these fucking amazing-looking blackberries. After pointing them out, he reached dangerously up and into the bush where he plucked one berry. He returned to me and said, Here, it was in a perfect spot to get all of the sun and none of the hobo pee. That was quite literally the best blackberry I've ever eaten. He was my little spoon, my sweet and savory sample cup, my very favorite person. Suicide trigger warning for anyone like me who is going to cry through this. He broke my heart so bad when he decided he didn't want to live anymore. But the brain damage he'd suffered was to the right frontal lobe, which is the part of the brain that's most useful re for recovery. Life is so lifey. Send my dude some birthday wishes up on that rainbow bridge in the sky, eh? I love you, Emma. Uh, I gotta take a break from the shoutouts for a second and compose myself. Love you guys so much. And in the opposite way, now for something completely different, I want to say thank you. I chose you to end this on purpose, Rachel Grace. Thank you so much for writing this in. I'm not sure if I'm going to find a way to fit the subject line into this email, but it sounds too funny to pass up. By the way, the subject line was Winter Crocs and Wisconsin Cocks. They say, I live in northern Wisconsin and I will die in my fuzzy winter Crocs. They keep my feet warm and comfy. To combat snow, I simply pick up my feet when I walk. Controversial, I know. If it's a real wet and snowy, you move it to sport mode. <laughs> and flip the back strap. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. If your socks get wet, the airflow obviously airs out your everything. Socks, feet, hair, pussy, you name it. It's aired out. Calling on anyone who loves comfort and a breeze, whip out the winter crocs and flip up your Wisconsin cocks. It's go time. You did it, Rachel Grace. Sticking the landing. Thank you for being you and encouraging us to be us. Thank you so much, Rachel Grace, for writing in and giving me a laugh. Um, I appreciate you guys so much and I love our community. And come hang out over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie. And further your community involvement. We love talking to each other and it's, God, it's my favorite place to hang out. Love you guys so much. And thank you so much for listening. Send in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. I love hearing from you. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. 
The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. In a fast-paced world... Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.